Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Mind Your Marketing. I am your host, Jordan Shelton. Excited to hop into this episode. We're going to go over a lot, looking at one, the status of TikTok, TikTok ban. What's going on with that? Will it be around? We'll see. We're also going to talk about content repurposing, how you can take advantage of this if you're you know, in a small team and you're like, all right, I need to make the most out of my content. So we're going to talk about really how to get the most juice for the squeeze when it comes to repurposing. If you're on a small team, honestly, even if you're on a bigger team, I think this is a good thing to do. And then we're going to jump into the strategy we used a couple of years back to eventually get featured in Entrepreneur, Fast Company, get a bunch of backlinks, got video interview with Entrepreneur, and then eventually got our own column on Inc. Magazine, wrote north of 50 articles for them. So we're going to go through that exact strategy, how we did that. But let's jump in. Let's get into this. All right, news, TikTok. So a bunch of tensions between China and the US, obviously. We shot down a balloon or multiple balloons from the Chinese government. There has been accusations and security warnings slash threats around TikTok and that it's funneling data, you know, to the CCP, the government in China. And then they are using that data, exploiting us, and that it poses some security threats, right? So, okay, fair enough. The government's kind of freaking out a little bit, wondering what we're going to do, how we're going to combat it. So there is a bill right now to ban TikTok. It is at the Senate and needs Joey B, Joe Biden's signature to become official. Here are my thoughts on it. My thoughts are, well, one, it's largely out of our control, unless you want to start calling your congressman. Two, I think it's kind of funny in a way that a bunch of you know people in their 70s are going to decide what's going on with the app. Ultimately, of course, they have teams working to assess the security risk. And that's the reality of it. I think that if it is a security risk, hey, it is what it is. We got to move on. This is something that I think that it affects people who have built you know a giant TikTok audience and built content there. But ultimately, you can create very similar content on Instagram and YouTube shorts, which we did. We actually talked about this in an episode, I believe episode 199 or 200, where we talked about should you be on Reels, YouTube shorts, etc. And we got into there that, hey, you should actually diversify the risk, right? If TikTok goes away, you want to make sure that you're building up audience on those platforms because they're going to be around right? They are US owned companies. So they're going to be around. You're not going to have to worry about, you know, YouTube shorts going away or YouTube going away. So that's my, you know, two cents on it. If you're now on TikTok and you have a giant audience there, start moving them over, start figuring out a way to get people onto YouTube shorts, taking advantage of that and Instagram reels. I look, maybe TikTok changes, maybe they don't ban it. But to me, that's just about protecting you know, all of the work you've put in in that audience and getting the message out to them while you can. Hey, this ban might come, but we're going to be over here on this other platform. I think that's just a smart way to go about building an audience. Cool. All righty. Part of that now, we're going to jump into this next thing. So I want to talk a little bit. I got my notes here. Content repurposing. So this is a, you know, relatively new thing. And it's interesting because it seems now like content will work well on so many different platforms. And you can take a podcast, a YouTube video like this, splice it up that can then become a bunch of Instagram reels, you know, YouTube shorts, the ones that are successful from that can also be written out into tweets, you can make blog posts based on this podcast, etc. So the way I look at repurposing is and we'll put this graphic up if you're on our YouTube channel, it's kind of like an example how we use it. And you can see on the graphic here that we have like a theme or an idea that we like to focus on. 
That then goes into a YouTube video. That YouTube video becomes a podcast, can become a blog. We then make a bunch of clips out of that. We also look at making those into tweets. Are they then, can they be funneled? Can any of those ideas or be further, you know, broken down into for a newsletter, et cetera? But we want to think of that one idea, that one problem that the customer has and how we'll answer that or the story that we're telling and how we tell that and then break it out. Now, this falls to the wayside and people are inconsistent on doing this because, look, we're stretched too thin, right? If you're a small marketing team or if you don't have a person who's one of their main responsibilities is content repurposing, it's going to fall to the wayside. So here's what I suggest doing. I suggest either one, if you have the budget, bring somebody on, make it one of their primary responsibilities to honestly just be a content remixer. Two, and the more cost-effective solution, but it involves giving up a little bit of the security around your files, hire a contractor. There's a lot of companies out there that will do this. I would hire a contractor whose sole job is to take your content and remix, repurpose it and give them that clear deliverable. Hey, we're going to create this one piece of content and then I want you to go and make five clips, you know, five tweets, a graphic, etc all from that post. So hire a contractor. That's what we do internally. So we don't have a full-time content, you know, repurposer, but we have a person who's a contractor who comes in, who takes things like this video and actually makes them into clips. And then I'll go through and post them, et cetera. So highly, highly recommend. All right. Last thing I want to cover today before we move on in the episode <laughs> is, uh, okay. The strategy we used to get into uh, entrepreneur, you had a column on ink, et cetera. I think it's uh useful because we spent zero dollars and how we did this. And it's really, really simple. So everybody goes to pitch entrepreneur or, you know, pick any industry leading magazine and they immediately come out swinging like, Hey, I want to be on the grand stage. I got this new company. I want to go here, etc. That's not what I would do. So instead, what I would do is look up the topic you want to talk about on Google. So what I did was I looked up like topics around leadership, marketing, and instead of looking at the first page results, I went to the third and fourth page of Google. So I went and found a bunch of websites, motivationgrid.com and wealthygorilla.com. You know, these sites that probably had 100,000 readers per month. And I said, hey, can I write an article for you? So what I was able to do is once I built up my resume, I wrote for a bunch of sites that are on the second and third page of Google. Every time if I wrote an article for, you know, something with a, a high Alexa rank, which is basically your your traffic ranking on the internet. Look up Alexa rank. It's uh, interesting. But let's say I was something on the third page of Google. The next time I would approach the second page of Google and say, hey, I just wrote for Wealthy Gorilla. Will you take my article or my submission for Motivation Grid? And they're like, oh yeah, okay, we know them. And I just continually stacked and leveled up every single time. So that eventually got us to the point where when, well, one, it, it flexed the writing muscle where I was able to create more consistently. Two, when I reached out to Inc. Magazine, I now had all of this work online that I can include and say, hey, I want to write about things like this for you. They then took the application and said, gravy, let's go. And then we were able to put together over 50 pieces of content for Inc. Magazine, which is would be printed in their physical mag and get a bunch of backlinks back to our site, a bunch of good press. So I really enjoyed that part of it. The other thing it did, and the other thing we did alongside this, we use this website called Harrow. So it's help a reporter out. And what happens is there is journalists come out and they put requests for things they need. So, hey, I need, you know, an expert to talk to me about dog training. And then all the dog trainers can respond. When you do this and you actually respond to these Harrow, so they come two to three times a day. And if you respond to the ones in your niche, 
they will actually take your quotes and throw them into articles. This is great because it does a couple things. One, backlinks. You're going to get backlinks back to your website and it's an easy way to do that. Two, you do actually build up a little bit of a media portfolio that then you can use to pitch bigger platforms, podcasts, bigger publications, etc. So it's all about volume and getting your name out there. Now, this means you're going to swing a lot and miss a lot when you're going for Harrow's. You know, you're not going to, it's not an automatic placement, but it is something that if you take the two, you know, the two minutes and actually write something thoughtful, two or 20 minutes in some cases, you'll see this actually start to pay out and lead towards interviews and features. Yeah. And that's how we did it. It took about the whole process, I believe took about 12 months from when we laid out that strategy for our team. And then we just started knocking away at it, chipping away. And then it resulted in a bunch of press and podcast appearances and what have you. So steal that strategy. You can implement it in your own industry. And just think about it, leveling up one mention at a time. All right, that's it for this episode of Mind Your Marketing. Look, the agreement, if you like this show, you like this episode, we are trying to get this out to more people. All I ask is that you hit like, subscribe, or share one of those buttons at the bottom of the podcast or the YouTube video. That helps us out a ton. And apparently, if I explicitly ask, more people will do it. So I appreciate you all. Until next time, take care.